0: Broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, here is your host, Dr. Jay Allen on Safety FM. This episode of the broadcast and the podcast is brought to you by Safety Focus Moment. They're consultants that want to help you get the safety culture you've been looking for. For more information, go to safetyfocusmoment.com. Hello and welcome to Safety FM. This is Jay Allen. I've always wondered if you do a long pause before you talk again, if everybody will think that the actual audio is messed up. I don't know why I was thinking that. Anyways, how are you guys doing today? I know it's Tuesday, so this means long episode day. And the subject matter today might get your attention for a bit. Here we go. You are listening to a renowned safety expert, Dr. Jay Allen, on Safety FM. Changing safety cultures, one broadcast and one podcast at a time. Join the fun on social media and find us on Facebook at Safety FM. Well, first off, let me start off by saying thank you. I did not realize that the Save by the Bell episode was going to get so much attention. So thank you for listening to it. A lot more listeners than normal for that particular episode, at least right out of the bat. I haven't tracked it from since the last time um, from a few days ago, so. But thank you for listening to it. I didn't really think that Zach Morris and Kelly Kapowski still had some kind of pull, but I guess I was absolutely wrong. Anyways, today's episode is really going to be mostly focused on the different aspects of safety that are out and about. Over the last few days, I've actually been doing some... Research, I guess, is really the way that we can look at it in regards to the different aspects of safety that are available. And of course, the ones that we normally talk about is human and organizational performance. But I started taking a deep dive into what we call human performance. And the more I look around, the more I notice that everyone is trying to do what we'll call the magic bullet scenario. Um, in regards of they're thinking that one particular item is going to solve everything. And I'll tell you, the more I look at this, the more I go, everybody, get, I guess, has like a different variation on how this actually works. And what does your organization do? How do you look at human and organizational performance? Are you even looking at that? Are you looking at something else? Are you looking at behavior-based safety? Are you looking at Six Sigma? Are you looking at Lean? Are you looking at system processes? And I guess that's where I have my biggest struggle is what does most organizations do? I know that when I go into an organization, we talk mostly about human performance and human and organizational performance because the organization is on the hook as much as the actual performers that are actually out in your field, out in the line. So as you sit there and you start going through the whole process and you go, what is the breakdown within my organization? do you look at it of everything's different depending of the segment inside of the organization or is it based on the actual company itself i was recently at an organization and it was very interesting on how items were laid out there at this particular organization within the field they were heavy on the human performance side they realized the black line, blue line, If, as you are aware and probably familiar with it is black line is work imagined, blue line is work actually performed. So the people inside of the organization, at least from the field side, really looked at it and did things the way that they imagined that it should be done correctly out in the field. And that's how it was introduced around and about when somebody new came about. But when you went into the corporate side of the organization, it was more of them trying to be behavior-based safety so the field and the actual corporate office didn't see eye to eye so there was a breakdown in information that would go back and forth because you couldn't have both of those concepts inside of the organization at least where it would actually make sense As I was doing some research inside of this particular organization, trying to strategize and seeing how both of these systems could become one, because let's just be realistic, it was set up almost as two separate systems. I looked at it and I was going, how do we get the organization to see what the field is doing? And I'm not going to say that it was correct. And how do we get the actual field to look at what the corporate office is doing? And I'm not going to say that was correct either, but there was a total disconnect there. And it the disconnect occurred mostly based on that the operations side or the people inside of the corporate office mostly looked at it, that things needed to change as something new needed to occur, occur on a monthly basis. So a new safety program, a new safety initiative month in and month out, not realizing that there was some maintenance that needed to occur. And not that something new would happen every single month. So I always found that interesting as I was doing some of the research inside of the organization and trying to assist in changing their culture. As I looked inside of the field, though, the field really had a good grasp of what needed to be done. And I looked at the whole thing going about human performance. And as we sat there and we started looking on what could be done with the human performance side and exactly what could tie in. Going forward, we were able to find something online and the gentleman was doing a video and it's one of the first videos that you see on YouTube. And I wish I would remember the guy's name. So I do apologize about that. So I am sorting this information and I'm going to tell you that this is not my vernacular on this particular one, but he actually gave a formula and the formula that he referenced was related to human performance. And then the equation that he gave out was W R plus B. And the gentleman referenced right away that it stood, for, the W stood for why, the R stood for results, and the B stood for behavior. And his version of human performance or human and organizational performance was driven based on the other aspects that were out there the just culture, the Six Sigma of the world, and the different things that were actually all tied in. He goes inside of this video and he references on. Look how someone will actually put their hands together and go, what hand did you put on there first when you intertwine your fingers together? Is it your right hand or your left hand? He also went in reference on how it's important that some person will actually go into an organization and they're well, their PPE, and some won't unless they believe they're going to get caught. I mean, it was an interesting aspect on how he took the approach on how human performance factored in. And then I started thinking about it in regards of what goes on within an organization. And how do you get that to do that swap? How do you make the understanding of, hey, if we've already had this particular process in place for such a period of time, how do we change it for it to make sense from the standpoint of it's more than just a sunk cause? And it's not just something where I'm coming in as a consultant and trying to change how the organization views things. Anyways, the more that I look at it, the more I get more confused in regards of what goes on exactly in most other organizations. So when I go into an organization now, I sit there and I really want to take a deep dive on what's going on inside of the organization, opposed to just jumping in and saying, hey, this is what we need to do and we're going to run with it. And the reason that I say that is, Most of the times when you walk in somewhere and you try to look at what they have going on, if you do the change or reference the change right away, opposed to looking at what's there and what can be changed, most people don't want to listen to it. And I don't mean that to be insulting. I'm just saying that from the particular regards of they had a system that was in place. They did notice to some extent that it is broken. If not, I wouldn't be there because that's normally how that goes. If I get a call, they means that either something's broken, there's a catastrophe, there's a failure. And those calls normally occur because there's a fine, fatality, so on. But we try to make these corrections inside of the system. But then once you make the corrections where you do the instant healing, because that's really what they're looking for, it's what do you put in place for the error? I'm not going to say 100% not to occur again, But how do we put the safeguards in place to make sure that it is minor what occurs next? And also, most of the times, if you have a safeguard in place, you're not going to take such a big of a hit if you have the safeguard there. If the failure does occur the way that you expected it to occur, then it's already kind of pre-planned, opposed to it being like, holy, you know what? And this failure just occurred, and what happens next? You don't want the catastrophic failure. You want the safeguards in place. Anyways, that's something that I want you to think about today. How is that set up inside of your organization? Are you using human performance or are you using something else? What works best inside of your organization? And those are the questions that we need to continue to ask and push forward. If you're using a system that you don't believe is currently working inside of your facilities, organizations, or field need to have that conversation on how the change can occur. What can be put into place? Like I said, take a look online in regards of human performance. Um, you'll find that video right there on YouTube. I am so sorry that I don't have the person's name memorized um, in regards of what it, who it was, but it was some pretty interesting information. Everybody does have a different variation of what I call human performance. And like I tell most of the clients that I interact with, Not everything that I do is going to be the right fit for what is going on inside of your organization. And I can always give people the correct direction on who might be the correct consultant for you. Anyways, that's just some general information that I like to cover. Like I always tell people, if you're interested in more about us here at Safety FM, you can come to our website at safetyfm.com. If you're interested in safety consulting, we have that listed onto our website or you can go to safetyfocusmoment.com. And then, of course, as you already know, and we've had the discussion in the past, we are available on the Google Play Store, iTunes, and the Amazon Alexa skill. We're out there on iHeartRadio, but we can go through the whole list of where you can find us. We're relatively easy to find, but our streaming radio service is the one that I'm really excited about. You can go on there. We're streaming 24-7 on safetyfm.com, safetyfm.live. Or you can always go on to Facebook and the streaming app, as I already mentioned, something that I just really enjoy. We do jump on from time to time, go on there live, which I mean, it can be any point of the day and we have availability. We'll jump onto the station and we'll just go on there live. Anyways, the other thing is we've been doing some keynote speeches out of there. You'll see more and more of those as we move forward. I have dedicated now all of my time to the radio station, podcast, and the consulting portion. So I'll normally be hitting one of those three things. So we will be easier to be out there now more than we ever were before. And when I say we, remember, there's multiple hosts right out there. Got somebody new coming down the pipe, but we'll actually talk about that as we get closer. I did tell you that coming up on Friday, I do have some big information, and that hasn't went anywhere, and I did not forget about it. So don't think of that when Friday comes that the information won't be there. Anyways, I've been your safety manager and host Jay Allen and until next time be safe.